War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 223. We are live on Periscope right now. If you're listening to this later, you missed out. I don't know if you did miss out, but I'm saying you are. It is August 20th, 2019. It is 10.30 at night. What am I doing? Oh, we got Joe Goodman Jr. showing up. You and Casa Grande. Casa Grande? Casa Grande? Don't know how to say his name. Um, anyway, so yes, if I start talking to random people, it's because I'm watching, I'm doing this on Periscope Live. Um, so I will respond here and there to, to people's comments if they throw out something. So, uh, but yeah, it is, we're what, 11 days from Auburn's kickoff. We're a few days from college football kickoff. Florida and Miami kick it off in Orlando with game day being at Disney World. That's special. Uh, but we're 11 days away. Not too far. Uh, big news today was Bo Nix named the starter, starting quarterback over Joey Gatewood, Cord Sandberg, and Will Appleton, who ha- I had my money on Will Appleton. Uh, after seeing his hair at, at Fan Day, I was, I was mesmerized. But uh, going into the offseason, or, you know, once Malik Willis transferred and all of that, Obviously, at that point, it was Joey Gatewood and Bo Nix, and everybody knew that anyway. That's why Malik Willis left. But I had always kind of thought Joey Gatewood was going to be the quarterback just because he had been here a year. He's a little older. He had that decent little run in the Purdue game. Um, but, you know, he just kind of felt, you know, he's been here a year. He's he's other than Cord Sandberg and Will Appleton, who were – I don't know, Cord Sandberg, I don't know if he's on a scout team quarterback, but I don't know what he is. But, you know, Joey Gatewood was the oldest actual option at quarterback uh, and had been around the system. So when people asked, I just always thought it was going to be Joey Gatewood. Um, no real reason. I mean, no, there was obviously, obviously at that point, there was no, like, uh, fall camp to go off of or anything like that. I just thought he was going to be the quarterback for for seniority reasons um i don't know but obviously bo nix coming out of high school was very highly touted and, and all of that but i thought it was joey gatewood but as fall camp has gone on over the last two or three weeks keep hearing bo nix is actually doing better joey can't really make the throws like bo bo's faster than joey um joey is really more of a dual threat you know you've got two different i was watching some of the a-day game earlier um some of their highlights and you know one of the guys one of the announcers said something like uh this this is two different offenses with with these quarterbacks in they're both can run but joey's more of a cam runner and Bo is more of a i don't know not nick marshall but some somewhere on those lines because uh, you know Bo can get can go he is Bo can go hey let's make a shirt um he's quick and he's he's obviously got the arm and all of that but uh yeah, it just it just seems like Bo, regardless of him him being a true freshman, uh, which he is the first in like eighty years, something like that, just uh, started Auburn. Stan White was a redshirt freshman, uh, but it's Bo, and I don't care. And when I mean when I say I don't care, yes, John Hank, I am live. I'm here. Talk to me, John Hank says no i say go to quixotes this week it's their last week of quixotes uh saturday is the last night and then 
not that Southeastern's replacing Coyotes, but it kind of is. I don't know, John, is it? it you, you tell me. But um, anyway, what I was saying was uh, I don't care who the quarterback is. I mean, I would have been fine if, if Joey was a quarterback. I would have been fine with Bo as a quarterback just because, uh, you know, that's that's who they picked. That I Like I said before fall camp, I was thinking Joey just because of his age, just because of his experience, all that stuff. So I would have gotten that if they said that. Um, and, you know, obviously they picked Bo now because he was doing better in fall camp. Uh, people who went to the scrimmages and everything said he moved the ball better. And if you can move the ball in this defense, especially how it, after it sounded, uh, this, the first scrimmage went with the defense dominating, as they usually do in the first scrimmage. Um, they, uh, you know, it just sounds like Bo was a better option. So... Let me uh, let me scroll back up in Periscope. A lot of people were asking some stuff. Uh, is there a chance that this QB pick may splinter the locker room <coughs> into factions? Uh, I mean, I guess it's it's always possible. I mean, Joey's been here longer. He's had a whole other year. Uh, he's probably got more friends, and I don't mean that in a way of Bo's not likable or anything, but he's been here longer. The team has only really known Bo since the spring, and the team has known Joey since last year. So, I don't know. They're, I mean, I don't know if it's like a divide or it could cause a divide, but, you know, that, that could be natural for any situation, not just Auburn. I don't think this is one of those early 2000s things where you always heard people wanted Jason Campbell to play, people wanted Bo, not Bo, um, Brandon Cox to play. Uh, that's another brand, uh, Auburn quarterback with a three-letter name that ends in X. Uh, but, you know, it, I don't think this is one of those situations where it's going to divide. Now, I will say that I have thought all along that if Joey didn't get it, he might transfer because he definitely seems like one of those types where he knows he could be a starter at a good school, at a decent school. Um and maybe just in this case, you know, he was going against another five-star quarterback who was the number one dual threat coming out of high school. Which people have said to me, Bo's not a dual threat. He's more of a passer. He is faster than Joey Gatewood. He's not going to run over people like Cam did, but he is faster. Uh, Chuck Chuck in sports says it'll only cause a divide if we lose because of quarterback play, and that that's possible. I mean, but these are things that happen or could happen at every school. You got a new quarterback, and I—I I don't think the team is going to come in and you know they're going to—they've already turned their back on Bo or anything. They—they they see practice, they see what's going on. But yes, if we're in game four and we're one in three, and Bo's thrown 18 interceptions and he's still playing, I could see something like that causing a divide. Touchdown 93 says. What will be talked about more by broadcaster, that he's Pat's son or that he's a true freshman? Well, they're going to start with true freshman every time because that's the easy stat that they always go through. Uh, and then they'll get to Pat Nicks. Um, and in, uh, Pat Nicks, you may not remember. You may or may not remember. In 1994, I'm skipping 93, but in 1994, <laughs> sorry. Blake Ailes, former podcast partner at AL.com, 
just tweeted, sorry, I only watch Meerkat in reference to Periscope. If anybody gets that reference, thumbs up. But anyway, uh, oh God, what was I saying? Oh, Pat Nix, 1994, went to the swamp and beat number one Florida. And I was watching that the other day on YouTube and I had goosebumps. What do I call them? Chill bumps. Like, I had just watched the kick six. I don't know what it was. Hey, and guess what? Auburn goes to the swamp this year. I don't know. Something might happen. Uh, is it possible that Bo Nix attracts new receivers in the upcoming years? Absolutely. If you've got a quarterback who can sling it, and this is what Jared Jared Sidham did. Uh, he attracted some receivers. Yeah, you're going to get better players. I mean, if we are able to get the run game going, get it back on the 1,000-yard rusher bandwagon. Bandwagon? That's not the word. Get it back on the wagon, I guess you could say. Um, that's going to attract running backs. And then we've already done that with Tank at Callaway, who comes to Opelika in two days to play my Opelika Bulldogs. Um, and then if you've got a quarterback who can sling it, yes, receivers are going to come here. How much Joey do we see against Oregon? Nashville. Nashville says. Um, I, th I think he's going to play some. I I don't know if that will, unless, you know, unless he just tears it up on some, like, third down and one at the one kind of stuff and, and it just 100%, 1,000% works. I think we might see him earlier in the year and it might taper off if it's not, like, uber successful. But I think Gus is going to be a little nice and let, let him play a little bit. Hopefully we're up three touchdowns in the fourth quarter and he can play the whole fourth quarter. And John Hank says Gatewood is the new Cox cat. I could see that 100%. Maybe we can get him to spin around. Uh, Cam643 says, I've asked for years why we can't get a freshman to win. Other schools have. Well, we just haven't had the situation. There hasn't been a quarterback that's had to come in as a, as a freshman. Just because other schools are doing it doesn't mean we have to. <clears throat> Alabama. Can I say something that just popped in my head earlier this week about uniforms? The same people that would hate the idea of Auburn wearing a throwback uniform, which Auburn's about the only Under Armour school that's not wearing a throwback this year. The same people that would get mad about that are the same people that tell you not to be, that we don't want to be Alabama. Wait, did I say that right? No. <laughs> the same people that don't want a uniform, a new uniform, those old traditionalists, what am I trying to say here? Oh, are the same people that don't want to claim championships because you don't want to be like Alabama, yet you're using the tradition. Does that make sense? I don't know. i got to figure that out and write it out. Uh, we just need to recruit a wide receiver named Sanders. Yes, that's what I was going for when I was watching Nixa Sanders. We all know Nixa Sanders in 93 Iron Bowl, and that was awesome. Awesome. I was there. I was 11 years old. Uh, but next to Sanders in the swamp was probably better. 33 seconds left. Number one team, undefeated. Spurrier beat him for two years in a row. This was down at the swamp. Boom. John Hank says, the same people that like the new logo think Popeyes is better than <laughs> Chick-fil-A. As I said... We ain't ever been invited to a Popeye's Bowl. We've been invited to the Chick-fil-A kickoff 
four times and the Chick-fil-A slash Peach Bowl five times. Chick-fil-A all day. Or what about Dairy Queen? Tyler E. Doyle has joined. Let's see what he's got to say. Uh, anyway, so let's go over to the logo real quick. I know everybody wants to talk about Bo Nix and all that, but I'm just kind of, all right, we know who it is. And I'm, I'm not going to go into a tangent about why people care so much who the quarterback is or why they have to be told. I don't know why we have to announce it, like tweet out a picture and all that kind of stuff. I'm not saying Auburn's wrong, but that's just what we do now, and I don't understand why that is needed, why we have to do that. Like, if you don't tell everybody who the quarterback is, you've got a quarterback problem. No. Auburn's quarterback problem was they had two four-slash-five stars fighting out for the first for first string, whatever you want to call it. So the logo, I was going to write about this, and I was going to periscope about it last week when it came out, the new visual identity system. My, here's my issue. I don't really care. I've, I've seen it again. I've seen it in some places, and it's whatever. It still looks like a squished AU. It still kind of looks like a turtle. But my issue is, if you're going to change it, make it something completely different. Instead, now, in five years, everybody's going to be, when the logo is a little more prevalent, everybody will be wearing a shirt, a hat, holding a koozie that is just slightly off. So you're going to be known as the slightly off kid. Does that make, I mean, you know what I mean? It's it's like, I would rather them come out with an A turned upside down and a U in 90s ESPN2 font than just to tweak it just enough to make the current one, or now the slash old one, to make that one wrong by just a little bit. I mean, I don't care about the money stuff. It's not my money. I don't care if I'm a booster it, or whatever. It's not my money. I, I, it's Auburn's money. I don't know why we care how much the scoreboard costs. I don't know why we pretend to care about all this stuff. It's not the government. It's not our tax money. Whatever. I don't care how much money it's going to cost to change the AU on the back of the scoreboard and all that kind of stuff. Now, to me, it kind of sounds like, and I don't know if this is the original intention, but to me, it kind of sounds like they're backing off that, like, this is just going to be a logo we use in print and on websites and things like that. But when it comes to athletics and all that, we're not changing it. Now, I've been told there are certain people that are saying they aren't changing it, but that's another story. Um, but the whole purpose that I, I was told about this a few weeks, a few months before it came out, I didn't know what it looked like, but I knew it was coming. I was told that it was because of embroidery stitching stuff like that the old logo is just really hard to do and really hard to make look good with all those little tiny spaces here and there uh, so that's my that is my whole beef why change it just a little bit so that this logo that's used been used since the 60s and i counted the other day i have 37 of them in this office that i my home office I have 37 of them just sitting around where I can see on various things. Hats, balls, uh, my degree, uh, art things, um, a Chick-fil-A kickoff game, placard thing, um, poster, a helmet, all this kind of stuff. They're, they're just now slightly off if Auburn 100% goes with that. 
Joe Gooden says it's for tattoos. Well, now everybody's tattooed. This guy wanted slightly off. See, now they got to go fix the tattoos. Uh, going back to the game in the Swamp 94, uh, Brian Newell says our tight end, Andy Fuller, Fuller, played a huge role in that Swamp victory. So, yes, that's like the only thing. I don't know. I mean, I was, what, 12 when that game came out or came out, played. And that's what I remember about the game is that we just – and I wasn't – I was a 12-year-old. I probably watched half the game and then played football outside. But I do remember the end of the game when we came back and threw the touchdown and had the interceptions and all that kind of stuff. But I also remember Andy Fuller, who I had no clue who it was the whole season, catching like six or seven balls down the middle, scored a touchdown, I believe. He tore it up. And so uh, Brian's asking do you foresee us using the tight end more. J.J. Wilson – who, honestly, I had not really thought about until fall camp or when I saw him at uh, Fan Day and noticed he had a tattoo of a face on his shin, and it kind of scared me. Um, he's a man. He's big. He he looks like he can apparently talk from fall camp was that he kind of tore it up. So we might be getting back to those C.J. Uzama, Lutz and Kirkin days where that's a really big part of the offense. Not Maybe not. I mean, Chandler Cox caught the ball, but he was he was a fullback, and so was Jay Prosh. But, you know, more of this throw it to the corner, there he is kind of stuff. What else? Auburn playing Georgia. Auburn playing LSU instead of Georgia. That's what I was going to talk about. So, I don't normally hate on people other than fans that are stupid. Like, I don't hate on people that that are in charge of things. I don't hate on Nick Saban. Like, every once in a while, if he says something that's hypocritical about the way he, about the way fans perceive him or or things he said before, I might get on him about that just because he's Alabama coach. But, and this is going to sound stupid, but it's not. I, don't, I mean, to me, it's not. I coach a lot of youth baseball now in the last few years um, I'm coaching two travel teams right now in the spring I was coaching two travel teams and two rec league teams and the previous year I was coaching more than that so I and I kind of run a, a youth travel ball organization so I have coached and been around that a lot and I know it's youth baseball 7 to 13 year olds but it does give you a different perspective when you are the guy that everybody's thinking has to run everything and or knows has to run any, everything. Um, and it's, you know, it's not T-ball. It's serious, more serious than T-ball, I guess. So I see it from that perspective now. So I've always kind of been the guy who defends the coach. Everybody knows that. I don't, I'm never going to say fire Auburn's coach unless he's found, like, smuddle, uh, embezzling money or something like that. Um I'm not going to say fire him. I might be – there might be – I think when Chizik got fired, I was kind of like, yeah, I don't I don't see how you're going to get yourself out of this one. I don't – I don't, you know, I, you probably, you know, I get it why you're getting fired, whatever. But I'm never going to be that guy that says fire somebody. So what does this have to do with LSU and Georgia, that switch for Auburn's schedule? Greg Sankey, he could be fired for all I care. This is why. In the past few years, you know, he, he's, he's new. He's only been around a few years. Um, he has been asked a lot of questions about, you know, should Auburn move to the east or can we change Auburn's schedule and blah, blah, blah. 
And he has always scoffed at it, laughed at it, not really given it a, a, the time of day. Anytime somebody brought up Auburn moving to, moving to the east, which I know was never has never really been a real topic or issue, but it does make sense. Um, he just kind of blew it off. And so, finally, Auburn kind of complained enough that, hey, why are we having to play Georgia and Alabama away two out of th- the last three weeks? I mean, there, nobody in the nation does that. It's the dumbest thing in the world. Let's just play Georgia again at home, or excuse me, away two times in a row, just like they did for us. We could play at Georgia again this year and get it fixed. Yeah, we might lose both of those games, but I'd rather get it fixed to where we're playing Georgia at home, Alabama away, and vice versa. So, you know, on so besides to fix that, they said move Georgia back earlier in the year, which I don't like. I want Georgia later in the year. I just want it fixed. I want Georgia and Alabama to be the two best teams or the two best games at the end because that's what it's always been to me. seems like other teams, other leagues, now big rival games are pushed back earlier in the year. Texas, Oklahoma, that in the middle of the year always bothered me. Michigan, Michigan State, that seems like that should be bigger. That's kind of always in the middle. Um, not always, but kind of. Um, anyway, so instead of just pushing Georgia back to the middle and say, hey, you know, let's give them a home game uh, or maybe even an away game against a lesser opponent than Georgia. No, we get LSU, the the, the second highest uh, rival we have in the West. And it's not just Auburn. I mean, they gave Alabama, Texas A&M. It's kind of the same thing. That's that's their third highest rival, I guess, in the West. But it's like they're trying to set this up for TV or something so that the last two or three weeks you've got the four best teams playing each other. Now, that's stupid to me. If you're the SEC, wouldn't you kind of want to make it easier or have teams uh, not knocking each other off at the very end? Like, if Auburn loses to LSU in the third week of the season, they can make it back up to the top by the end. But now you've got them playing LSU and Alabama almost back-to-back. So you've got to win both of those games. Now, yes, you do have to win most of the time to make it to the playoffs. You've got to win those big games at the end. But again, your idea of making Auburn's schedule a little bit easier so they don't play two road games against the two best teams in the SEC right now is to give them a home game against a team who's usually better and you're in your division. Again, that's dumb. It's it's like the almost like as dumb as a logo change. It's it's changing it a little bit without really fixing anything. It's like the logo is all right, we just modified it a little bit, so now the old one is is just wrong. It's not a classic logo. Now it's just wrong. So instead of Georgia, we're going to give you LSU. You get it at home, but you're basically playing a division championship game or a division semifinal championship game the week before the division championship game. Tell me in any way how that's supposed to be fixing stuff. It doesn't fix anything at all. I'm not saying it should have been easier. But honestly, I think it's harder because the Georgia game, I don't. it's not less important than an LSU game, I guess, in terms of the SEC race. But, it, well, I guess it is. Like, if you come down to division 
championships. You're playing in the West. Uh, I don't know. The tiebreakers could be different there, I guess, because then you, let's say you get down and it's you're tied, but your loss came to the East. I think that's how they do it. The West, if you your West record means more than your East record, I don't know. But it, it's just it's not fixing anything. I'm not saying it's making it harder, it, even though it kind of is. But it, you put more pressure on that game. More pressure was added to, and even to Alabama's schedule. They used to play Mississippi State, which I thought was, I mean, we're playing Georgia, they're playing Mississippi State. And then they got a cupcake, and then they got us. Bell, something or other, says there's a value in splitting home and away games when you're beat up at the end of the year. Absolutely. That is the only thing that is good out of this. Now, why we couldn't just do it with Georgia? They, he, Greg Sankey said, without adding or removing teams from the SEC, there is no way we could have played Georgia back-to-back away games. No way. So we did it for one year, but we couldn't do it again. And was didn't we? When we did it, was third was twelve and thirteen. So we got, yeah, twelve and thirteen were the years we played home. Played Georgia home both years. Texas A and M and Missouri were in the league by then, so we did it then. But we can't do it now. I don't know. It's it's dumb. Auburn ranked sixteenth in the AP poll. I think were they ranked seventeenth, maybe in the coaches poll. I don't know. Listen to people tell you polls don't matter, but then why are we still doing them? I don't know. Why are we still doing them? Because it gives you something to talk about. Oh, going back to LSU real quick, WDC Moore says, it feels like AEU was punished for even asking for the fix. Yeah, that's something that kind of bothered me. All these Auburn beat writers are even saying it. Be careful what you wish for. Like it was Auburn's fault for asking for this. No, the SEC had an agenda here. Putting Texas A&M and Alabama playing on that same weekend as as Auburn and LSU, that was an there was an agenda there. They did it for a reason, and it wasn't just Auburn. I mean, it might have started with Auburn's argument, but this whole they almost putting it back on Auburn. Be careful what you wish for. Huh, huh. You got what you wanted, Auburn. You. I mean, it was like Auburn beat writers were sounding like bammers here. Chuck and Sports, you still on the Periscope? Anyway, so I'm going to Dallas. I bought tickets when Auburn sold them, so like two or three months ago. Just got them in the mail last week. But we still, my wife and I, beautiful blogger, we're still not sure that we were going. Uh, but we decided last week we're going. It's our anniversary weekend. We're going. No kids. So we're going to fly into Dallas-Fort Worth on Thursday. Flying Spirit Air. Get ready. I flew Spirit when we went to play Kansas State by myself. One bag packed in with everybody else. But it was direct flight. And it was cheap. But anyway, we're going to Dallas-Fort Worth Thursday. I think we'll be there about 1 or 2 in the afternoon. That night, Mud Fest, and no, not M U D Fest, M U D D Fest, P 
Puddle of Mud at the House of Blues in Dallas. Puddle of Mud, Trapped, Tantric, Saving Abel, and one other. I can't remember. But I've seen Tantric a few times. And if you're in Dallas with no kids and Puddle of Mud is playing right there, why not? Puddle of Mud was one of those bomb college bands for me. They had three or four really, really good songs. I know they played in Birmingham a few times and the guy went crazy on stage. But we're going there. Then Friday, I think we're going to a Texas Rangers game. I think they're playing the Mariners. And after that, we're going to Billy Bob's, Billy's something... And we're seeing the Spin Doctors. So I'm not sure how this has turned into a concert trip, but I don't ever get to go see music. So we're going to go see Spin Doctors and hear Two Princes the day before Two Princes beat Oregon. Prince Tega, Prince Michael. So what y'all think about that? Anybody else going? Chuck in sports, I know you're going. Joseph Goodman, are you going? Joe Goodman? WDC more, are you going? I've been to Dallas's airport when we flew out to Vegas to go to the national championship, I think the first time. Yeah, the Glendale one. I've stayed in Vegas for both national championships and rode the BCS bus down, but uh, I've been to Dallas for the airport, never been outside, never done anything, so we'll be Ubering around which will also be an adventure and I'm trying to figure out what to do in Dallas and Fort Worth for two days in Arlington staying in a hotel by the airport that'll be loud and fun Seth Kincaid from Periscope says he'll be at the Rangers game Friday as well I'm pretty sure we're going we are beautiful bottle keeps bringing it up which I didn't think would ever happen but it'd be kind of cool I've never been to another MLB stadium Rangers and Mariners not really the greatest but we can say we went alright we've been going 40 something minutes now any questions topics fun things Chuck and Sports is going to the Rangers on Sunday yeah, we've got a flyback Sunday. Baby Bloggle 2 is turning 7 on Monday, on Labor Day. What else? Cleanse and drink number 1. They should be. Until someone proves them wrong. Alabama's ranked number 2. I guess they should be. I don't know. You get blown out by the team that's ranked number 1 last. You got pretty much the same. Both had the same quarterbacks. I don't know if you should be number two. Utah's ranked ahead of Auburn. Tell me why. Michigan's ranked ahead of Auburn. Tell me why. I don't know. It, it seems to me that Auburn always, and I'm not getting in a, going on a rant about Auburn's always ranked too low, but whenever other teams, and I know Alabama has definitely deserved the benefit of the doubt on this in the last few years, uh, Whenever other teams have questions, they seem to get the benefit of the doubt. But if Auburn has questions, and I'll be honest, breaking them 16 is higher than I thought. At the time, nobody knew who the quarterback was going to be. Yes, both options were good. The defense should be awesome. 
it, it just seems like it's like, okay, we're just going to wait and see on Auburn. So we're going to throw them in that 17 range. It just seems like that's what it is every year. I know they were ranked nine, number nine last year, but they had Stidham coming back. It was a little bit less questions. But it, it, anytime there's a question, it's like, we're not going to keep them out of the poll, but let's just kind of keep them right here and see what's going to happen. Chuck in sports says, and he's a gam- he's our uh, gambling aficionado on the bloggle. He says, draft Slayton in the last round of all your fantasy drafts out of respect. I could do it. Is he going to play, though? I haven't seen him in any of the preseason games. Has he played? I've just been watching Hard Knocks. That's about as preseason as I'm getting. And I saw a few plays of all the Falcons games that they've lost. Lost to the Dolphins and the... Who did they lose to last? Jets. If you haven't, and if you are over the age of 21 and you don't care about seeing Cam Newton cuss, go watch. Amazon has like their own version of Hard Knocks. It's called All or Nothing. And it's actually from the previous season. Like, it just came out, but it's from the entire previous season. Hard Knocks is all... Uh, Hard Knocks is all uh, preseason of this year. Like, they're shooting it right now, and then it'll come out Wednesday. Um, and it's all about Antonio Bryant and his helmet and his feet and all that kind of stuff. But all or nothing on Amazon Prime Video is the can- is the Panther season last year. So, it's it's really like almost the exact show. The The footage looks the same. John Hamm is the, is the announcer or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but it just, it's almost the exact same show. But it's really cool. The episodes are a little bit shorter. But go watch that. And again, if you're going to be surprised that Cam Newton cusses as a 30 year old, uh, don't watch it. But a uh, 30 year old football player. Uh, but it shows how he get uh, how his process of how he dresses and all this kind of stuff. But it is a lot of football as well. It X's and O's, practice, all that kind of stuff. It's really good. Uh, Brian Newell says, thoughts on this Ducks team? Oh, yeah, I hadn't really talked about that. So their quarterback, Justin Herbert, Bear, whatever, I don't know. Um, he's supposed to be really good. Everybody's like, oh, he didn't go pro. He's coming back. He's awesome. I heard the same last thing, same thing last year with Washington. Uh, I think as a team, Washington is better than Oregon will be. Oregon is kind of like Texas A&M. They're getting a lot of preseason love. It, it's like one person said it and then it snowballed. You know how it always is. Arkansas used to be that team. Ole Miss used to be that team. Two or three people start saying things about our, about that team, and it's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, they're good. Oh, man, they're going to be scary. And that's how Oregon is to me. They're ranked in the top 15 or top 11, I think. Um, based on what? Just the quarterback? I guess. I don't know. Uh, Oregon has not been that good since Chip Kelly left or whatever he was, run out. Um, I don't – I really just – I don't know. Are they going to have the speed that we thought they were going to have in the national championship game? Um, I don't know. Uh, I know I do know they've lost two or three receivers. One of their freshmen that was awesome, supposed to be awesome. They've lost a lot of receivers, so that may hurt them. I don't know. Our defense should be able to hold them in check. It's just can our offense do stuff? Can our offense do stuff against a Pac-12 defense? Should. Do we score more than twenty-two? which is the number we scored in 2011 National Championship game. I would hope so. That was a weird game. Cam got hurt a little bit. There was a safety in there. It was a weird game. They went for two. There's a lot of weird games. Every, both teams were shaky. 
It'd been more than a month since they played. But again, we it's been six months since we've played, so we'll see. Chuck in Sports says Darius Slayton will make his debut Thursday night. Been battling a hammy. So there you go. Uh, that's good. Watch Darius Slayton and the Giants take on whoever. This is where I need someone else here to say things. Uh, thoughts on the ex effectiveness of Stove and Hastings this year? That will be huge, I think. I, I hope, at least with Hastings, I mean, Stove is just fast. He's going to run those end arounds. He's going to get open. He's going to get a screen pass and take it to the house, all that kind of stuff. I'm hoping Hastings is like, maybe last year made people kind of forget about him a little bit. I feel like two years ago, when he kind of broke out, it was because nobody really knew who he was and knew to cover him. He's this little tiny white boy. They're like, oh, put your worst guy on him. And then he scored some touchdowns. I mean, it seemed like he was wide open down the middle of the field all the time, like way down the field all the time. And then he came back last year after getting hurt, and we threw it to him another time last year, wide open down the middle of the field. I think it was overthrown. But I'm hoping that year kind of made people forget about him again. Um, they're both quick. They're both experienced, so they will be big. If it's more than 22 points, I'm not sure how much more. It's still week one. You're right, but, you know, first games, one team usually blows them out. It, it's Auburn-Washington last year was a little bit of a battle, um, but first games are usually blowouts, typically, to me. Maybe it's because teams are usually playing cupcakes. I don't know. If I was the head uh, – Shawnee – Johnny D-Man asked, if I was the head coach, what would your game plan be? Um, I This is I, that's how I always am. I want it to be 100%. I say 100%. I want it to be 50-50 pass throwing. That's not right. Pass, passing, and running. I want it to be 50-50. It won't be. Um, I think we'll run a lot at the beginning, maybe give uh, Bo a little chance to get in there and get his head from spinning playing in Jerry World in his first college football game. Uh, or we get in there and let him throw a bomb the first play of the game and, and trick him. And, you know, say, hey, we're not scared. Bo can do this. Uh, that might be actually my first play call is to throw a bomb and see what happens. Do you think the lineback linebacking court couldn't actually improve from last year's vet veteran group? I don't know if it's going to show. Uh, they could probably – they should be better in the long run, I would think. But I don't know if it's going to show in the first game or first half of the year. But, you know, let's just let the defensive line tackle everybody and then we'll have to worry about the linebackers. WD Seymour asks, and do I know you, Seymour? Is that – I can't see your thing. I mean, I think I know who you are, but I just want to make sure. Who do you see being the MVP for AU? Um, uh, let's see. I think it's going to be Booby or Seth Williams. I don't know why. There's just two names that popped in my head. They're going to be the ones to score the most touchdowns. I'll just say that. I thought so, Seymour. Anything else? I like answering questions like I know things. 
can't believe Auburn Einstein's not in here. Thought he was my friend. Uh, was Big House in here? I swear I saw him. Can I see who's in the thing? Can I see a list of who's in here? I know how many people are listening or watching or whatever you want to call it. So, tailgating. The last two seasons, last season we really didn't do much. The year before, I really didn't do much either. Here, the reason why is, you know, four or five years, five, let's see, 2011, I think was the first year we had a real tailgate. I think 2016 was the last one we really did. Um, so five or six years of big time tailgate in the amphitheater. And it was fun. It was great. Loved every bit of it. Uh, but then, as I mentioned earlier, I started coaching Baby Bloggle and Baby Bloggle 2, who are now 10 and almost 7. Started coaching them in travel baseball. And in the fall, it's all day Sunday, usually very early Sunday. So breaking down a tailgate at midnight with a truck full of stuff, having to come home, unload it just so you can put baseball stuff in it, it got tough. And it got tiring. And, you know, it's tough. So we didn't really do a lot. I miss it. I wish we could do more. Um, I'm going to try to do more. I don't know how. I don't know if I can make it the spectacle it was before. Um, but we'll see. All right, we got OHS. These are random things people are saying. OHS versus Callaway. Yes, I mentioned that earlier. Tank is Auburn's five-star running back recruit. He'll be coming to Opelika Thursday in two days and playing my Opelika Bulldogs. I'm hoping he has a good game and a loss. Papo will destroy the league. He's a monster. That's the one I was trying to think of his last name. I, I knew it was a P. I know it was Owen, and I just couldn't think of how to say his last name. You're right. Anyone got a Dallas tailgate going? Might as well. It's We got all day, and there's nothing to do. So somebody bring Well, I'm not going to have a car, so I don't know what we're going to do. Chucking Sports hit me up. Going to game day in Fort Worth. Is it in Fort Worth? I thought it was in Arlington at our game. I know it's weird. They're, they're having game day. Okay, they're having game day at Disney this coming up Saturday for Florida, Miami. They're having game day at our game. But then they're also having game, like a special game day the night of our game, but at the Clemson game. But I could have sworn they're playing Clemson. Was Clemson not playing Georgia Tech? Am I... I could have sworn they said they were having game day at Clemson, but maybe that's Thursday. Maybe that's where I confuse that. Do I see Joyner having a breakout year? Yes, I meant to mention him. A lot of people said he did pretty well. It's going to be hard to find a running back room to run or whatever he is. He does everything. So, I mean, you got Shivers, you got Booby, and don't forget about Cam Martin and Joyner. I mean, Booby did well last year for being a newbie, a newbie booby. I made that up, put that on the shirt. I gotta look up this Clemson thing. I thought that's why I was confused. I was like, wait, y'all said y'all said Clemson was y'all said our game was game day. And then I saw something that said, Hey, a special Clemson game day 
but if they're, I, I swear I saw last night they're playing Georgia Tech on Thursday. Clemson, okay. ESPN's College Game Day adds Clemson, Georgia Tech to week one. Yeah, but I don't know. That's Thursday. Yes, okay. So game day is actually going to, I was thinking they were like having two game days. Our game day, the real game day at 11 a.m. Or, no, not 11 a.m., 9 a.m., 8 a.m. And then they were going to like have another game day set for the Clemson game that night. No, they're having a Thursday game day for Clemson, Georgia Tech. Um, it's at Clemson. So, let's go through the game days. Disney World for Florida, Miami this Saturday. Thursday, Clemson, Georgia Tech. Saturday, Auburn, Oregon. What about Sal Canella? Yeah. I mean, he's there. People, people, he looks like he could do things. He scored to touch the first touchdown of the season last year and then kind of fell off. I don't know if he just doesn't run good routes or what, but seems like he should be a boss, just like Marquise McClain. He looks like a freak, but he's never on the field. Wow, Chuck in Sports says Clemson is minus 36. I mean, well, Georgia Tech does have a new coach. Or was that last year? But Clemson, same quarterback. I mean, yes, they won the national championship, but 36. It'll probably be that. Barning Hard is. Does everybody know Barning Hard? Being a punk on Twitter. Alright, I'm running out of things to say and do. And if I answer things too quickly on Periscope before other people have asked things, I sit here and wait. So, this may be it. I mean, it's been about an hour. So, last call for alcohol and questions. All right, I'm going to end it. So, yes, this has been Bloggle Spot number 223. We're 11 days to kickoff. We'll try to do this again. I, I want to do these. It, for those that you of you that don't know, I mean, this is the 223rd Bloggle Spot. I started doing them about four years ago when I, drove, when I drove home from work every day, every afternoon. I would talk into my phone for about 15 minutes and then get home and upload it. Then I started working from home. And... I don't have those drives to do that anymore. Yes, I've got this mic set up that I'm talking on right now, but it's not as easy as my phone. And yes, I could just pull my phone up as I sit here, but it's just not the same. I don't know. And bloggle spots are usually more fun when I've got something mad to yell about. So, I guess I'll end it here. Uh, I don't know when we'll do another one. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe. Well, I definitely want to get them started game week, do them every day, and then go from there. So. All right, this has been Bloggle Spot number 223. Done, War Eagle.